Welcome to Uniquely Brilliant, the podcast where we encourage you to embrace your unique brilliance. I'm Diana Bader. I'm a neuroinclusion specialist. I help people with atypical minds and those who struggle with fitting in, navigate, and excel in a typical world. And I'm Becky Berry. I coach women who are determined to have an impact through their work. Doesn't matter if they're 23 or 55. They come to me to figure out and hone their leadership. They also come to me to rid themselves of the noise from a society that says women need to work harder but be smaller to succeed. And today we're going to talk about the missing step. (laughs) (laughs) And as all of our best episodes, this comes from our conversation before we started recording. So Diana... Share with us the brilliance of your 21-year-old yes, son. I had the greatest conversation with him on Sunday. And he was talking to me about how he's improving his life and, and trying to get rid of negativity. And then he was telling me about a video game that is about power washing. And his he was watching a streamer. So he was watching somebody playing the game and talking about the game as he was playing it. And the the streamer and my son came to the conclusion that, you know, when you power wash, you can't like just spray a whole house down. You have to do the little bits at a time to make, and it takes every little section before you can get a complete picture. They were, they were talking about that and applying that to life that, you know, when you have a task or things to do, to break it down into smaller chunks and it's easier. And then eventually you get the whole thing done. And then the brilliance of this game to him that he said was really interesting was at the end, there's sort of a, a recap of where you were with whatever it was you were power washing to what it looks like after you completed it. And that also struck him as, you know, I need to do that more with some of the things that I am working on so I don't forget where it was and just rush through the process of getting to the end and then forgetting how much I did in the process. I think that is so important because we, we tend to work so fast that we, we forget where we came from. And the decisions that led us here and the work we did to get to this moment. And, you know, we're encouraged to, to, to reflect that way on our lives, but not always on the chunks of work that we're doing. You know, I, I'm ready to put this ad out there. Well, you know, the ad just appeared. No, I don't think so. How do we get this ad? You know, those kind of things. And, and I think it's, it's super easy to overlook so that. And he's, he's a big picture thinker, and I tend to, too. And I mean, he broke it down to the point where with just his daily tasks and things he had to do is, you know, one of the things he had to do was make a bunch of appointments. So he set up a a chunk of time to just make appointments and not focus on anything else. And I left going, hey, Mm -hmm. I need to do that (laughs) because I tend to like look at my whole to do list and get overwhelmed. And even though I have strategies to break it down. I think the energy of being overwhelmed by it is still there. And the fact that it's constantly being added to, I forget how far I've come. You know, once you cross things off and then add more to, I think you forget how far you've come to get to that point. You don't stop and 
acknowledge that along the way. Yeah, yeah. I know it happens to me a lot. People go, well, what have you been doing? I'm like, I don't know. I just know where I am. You know, <laughs> I don't know how I got here. And while that's okay, it really is dismissive of, of my part of all the work mm-hmm. it took me to get to this place, you know. Uh, but, you know, my favorite thing is in, in, in that conversation is chunk and review. Chunk and review. Chunk and review. Well, and I think it's... it's because without that... Go ahead. Review, it's, it's acknowledge and... You know, kind of take that that brief moment to say, "Hey, I got something done." Yeah, I like review because I, I totally agree with that, a hundred percent. Because I'm, I don't do that. I just, you know, I just go and I don't, I don't know what I've. Done. I have my wind jar. That's about as close yeah. as I come to a review, right? But I like reflect the chunk and reflect because. If I take a minute to look at what I've done instead of instead of just blanketly, you know, in a blanket statement saying it's done, then I have a minute to go, okay, so it's done. What did I learn that I want to take to the next chunk, right? As, as opposed to the idea of the, the product at the end of the chunk is the, is the only product at the chunk or the only opportunity, I'm going to say the only opportunity at the chunk Instead, I want to look at it as if the the opportunity is to to create that chunk of work out of the out of the list, and then to review it to see what are the best things to take forward. Yeah. Okay, I get that. I think this is part of agile development, like not just for software, but in manufacturing and stuff too. Is that that review process? So that you can remember what tripped you up, you know, what didn't work the way you expected to do, and what blew you yeah. away. Yeah. Because I don't, I find frequently that, that what tripped me up surprises me, but the things that blew me away surprise me even more. I, yeah, I could see that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I think reviewing that can really supercharge what you do going forward yeah i think it, it adds it definitely gives it some momentum and yeah yeah a different kind of momentum right which is a check off not just list. yeah yeah and, and not just mm-hmm. forward motion right F- forward motion with an informed purpose yeah i like that too because yeah because you've figured out where you came from wh- how you got there Mm-hmm. which gives you better mm-hmm. direction forward. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think, it, you know, it, you use it to to inform what you're doing going forward, and you already had the next chunk planned, but now you can refine that chunk instead of pretending like there wasn't a whole lot of stuff that went on to get mm-hmm. the first piece done. Yep. Yeah, let's see if we put that in action. <laughs> uh, right? Well, it- you know, it's it's interesting just because it came from my twenty one year old son, it it makes me review it differently too, because it's like, okay. <laughs> he's at a place where he's telling me he he's advising me. It's it's kind of a cool <laughs> switch. And and it's yeah, a nice, it's kinda nice because you get caught up in stuff and you get caught up in the 
I know how to do things better kind of thing. And it's nice to be pulled back in and go, hey, look what I learned. It's like, I already did something better. Yeah, right? Well, the other thing I like about it coming from, from, from Casey is that you actually taught him this mm-hmm. a long time ago. And one of my favorite things that happens is when there's a catalyst, you know, where you know somebody knows something, right? They're, they're, you could see that it resonated in, in some way when you introduce the idea that they, you know, they're ignoring it, which is not true. All it means is they're not ready for it. Mm-hmm. And then there's a catalyst, you know, usually a voice other than a parent, just for the record, mm-hmm. or a spouse, let's be honest, <clears throat> maybe even other than a sister or brother, you know. And, and, and at that moment, you're ready to hear it, and boom, you know, there it is, because it's always been in the back of your head, but now that you're ready for it, you can take it in and make it your own, which is the whole part, you know, point of our podcast, right, is to, is to make the, you know, make your unique brilliance work for you. Well, yeah, exactly, because all the time before it was an external, so, because that's, a huge, that's how I used to have him clean his room, because if I told him to go in and clean his room, it would be overwhelming. start. But, yeah, but if I start. tell him to clean off his nightstand and then stop and, you know, let that sink in before giving him the next thing in the room to do, then he was able to get it done much better. But yeah, you know, I, I, that was planted, but it wasn't until somebody else that wasn't me <laughs> and, and somebody that was having a discussion about it so he could like really grasp it. Well, in a venue that he loves, a game, you know, a video Mm -hmm. game. I mean, wow. Wow. So maybe another part of this conversation is the importance of putting ourselves in places where we can hear new viewpoints, right? You know, just be exposed to different people now that, you know, now that we can, it's 2021, so now that we can go out more than we could in the pandemic and socialize, to me it kind of reinforces uh, the value of networking in a way that works for you, because that works that works for him, mm-hmm. right? I mean, he was he was really was networking right there, yep. right? And what whatever way it works for you, if it's going to a concert, if it's you know uh, formal networking, you know, in some kind of in some kind of group. But I always feel that like that's kind of limiting. But if we put ourselves in the way, right? I've heard people say this. You know, lucky people just put themselves in the way of luck because they're doing things. They're out there. They're working. They're doing whatever. So, you know. Well, I think it's also important to put yourself in front of people and things that resonate with you. Yeah. Instead of doing the supposed to things. Well, that's, yeah, I mean, that's that genius of, of it being a video game or, you know, you go into a concert, which is your, you know, or, or a pub, you know, your two native networking environments and, and doing it instead of thinking it has to be, a, you know, a network everywhere, so it doesn't really matter to me. But, but you know, business networking doesn't feel the same to you as it does to me. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, th- I think that's, that's true because... You know, there's a there's a saying in I don't know if it's in AA, but it's for sure in Al-Anon, uh, which I've been in off and on for a long time. Um, and it's take what you like and leave the rest. So when you 
that even applies to reviewing the chunk of work you've done. When you're in when you're in an environment, when somebody's suggesting a way that you do something, you can make it your own. You don't have to do it their way. Yeah. Ashley, I think we might have even done a podcast on that topic. I think. When you said that, I'm like, hey, that sounds like a title we had. But <laughs> Oh, well, we did that, Who Says I Have To, yep. right? That one? I'm thinking this is way, way back. But, yeah. Well, I think that, okay, so, well, you know, so, so that take what you like and leave the rest works for the chunk you just finished also, Right. Because you do this work and you you say, I'm going to do it this way, and then you do it, and it's time to move forward. And when you take that minute to review, you can go, well, I don't like the way that, I don't really like the way that worked, or I don't like the way it felt to do it that way. So I'm going to leave that behind, and I'm going to take, but that doesn't mean I scrap everything, the whole process. I could just scrap that mode of operation and find a different way to do it for the next chunk. So, you know, it's, it's, it, well, it, it, again, it goes back to our favorite thing that it's not binary. Yeah. That, well, that's how you perfect any skill. You know, if you, it's by taking, moving forward with what's working yeah. for you and letting go of what's not. Right. And that's why it's so important to do the review step. To see what works for you. Mm-hmm. Because if we skip the review step, I think it's super easy to just keep going kind of blindly. Yeah, and, or doing things the way that you think that they should be doing or somebody's telling yeah. you or whatever whatever the process is instead of um, instead of right. it. Right, and making it your own, for sure. Yep. And making it your own. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I see that a lot when I do art, artistic things or cooking. Actually, it's kind of funny right now because I have a friend who's had some jaw issues. And because I cook so eyeballing, by eyeballing everything, I've had to go back and find the recipes so I, I, I can make sure that it turns out well for them because I can't really, well, it looks like this. Well, because you had all that, you have so much experience with that. Not being able to, because I, have, you know, having the jaw surgery or whatever, having to deal with that. So, yeah. Well, that, I think that's good. I think that, did you find the stuff you needed? Most of it, most of it, yeah. Because, yeah, I mean, for in order for somebody else to duplicate something you're doing, it does have to be a little more precise. Yeah. But for you to hone your own skills, not necessarily. Right. Well, it has to be precise for you not precise for them mm-hmm. or whatever whatever you're adopting as the authority for what you're doing. You know, and maybe that's maybe that's part of what the review step gives you is an opportunity to to do my favorite thing and go who says it has to be this way. Yep. It didn't turn out that yeah, way that and instead of thinking thing. that because it didn't turn out the way it was supposed to, which is a word we hate, uh, a phrase we don't like here, we look at it and go well, did it turn out better? Did I like it doing it better? And, and open ourselves to the idea that what we did was actually better than what we expected to do. And that's not easy because there's that noise. I use that word a lot, but it's the truth. It's noise in our heads going, but you're supposed to do it this way. But you're supposed to do it this way. 
Yep, yep. You really have to train yourself to get to that allowance. Well, and I think that's I think that's when the the review because the review faucet uh, forces our favorite thing, right? The review forces a pause, right? So mm-hmm. when you take that pause and you embrace it instead of fighting it, then you have you, you're you're affording yourself an opportunity to look at it a different way. Right? You suspend judgment of your own self. Well, and I think that's one of the things that Casey was explaining to me, too, is when I was laughing at the fact that there's actually a video game about power washing, you know, he applied it to when I've had him power wash stuff before. He's like, you can't do it in a big thing. He's like, it's just the nozzle is only so big. You're only getting a little piece at a time. He's like, you know, to do a part of the sidewalk seems to take forever. But so you're sitting there and then you sometimes you have to go back over. So you're kind of reviewing as you're doing some of that too. Yeah. Oh boy, if I review stuff while I'm doing it, I'll never finish it. That's my problem. (laughs) Right? Because I'm always fighting against doing it just right. Uh, uh, Perfect for me. Perfect for me. Instead of just... Mm -hmm. Good enough. Yeah, what do we do? Oh, oh, the title of this episode. We were just doing this. The title of this, we couldn't yep. figure out what to call it. So I'm, I said, well, the missing step. And then we kept going. I'm like, let's just go with the missing step. I think it's okay. You know, it doesn't have to be, you know, flashy and, and, and super creative. And we just, you know, we get we get stuck in that spiral of trying to get it, you know, just so. You guys will be the the final judge of whether the missing step is a okay for the for the episode yeah well that's that yeah if you you get stuck in that analysis paralysis right right exactly exactly so i like i wrote this down when we were talking initially i wrote down review your progress savor it continue on through the next chunk right mm-hmm. yeah I think savoring is a really good part too. yeah yeah um I think it's it's a part I wonder if, if if part of the problem with skipping the savoring moment is that we feel like we haven't done enough you know we, we don't savor what we have done and go oh look I did get all this done and this is great and so mm-hmm. we feel frustrated and I wonder I'm feeling like that's part of burnout. I'm, I'm feeling like yeah. that's part of burnout, not not taking the time to savor what you've done. And I don't mean 30 minutes. I mean just a wow. Look at look at what I did here. You know, put a put a little star next to you. I don't know, just something that says, oh, I did this. You know, it's funny. Is is that's one thing that Casey's pretty good at is when he finishes something. He lets it be the yeah. end, and he'll do something in the interim before starting the oh. next thing. So, like, he may go for a walk or make a snack or do something, but he's very good about creating that space to savor before moving on to the next thing. I love it. And that, that's another thing I need to learn from my kid. But you taught it to him when you chunked up how he cleaned his room. And you let him clean one part, and he waited. And then you gave him the next part. So, you know, mm-hmm. you modeled you modeled that for him. Now he gets to do the... I just don't do the it The 21-year... Yeah, you do. You just forget. You do. You've been doing it remodeling the house. You've been doing a chunk at a, a time. Bit. 
chunk at a time. It's hard, you know. We're so focused on progress that we forget the middle. And I think this is the middle. I think, yeah. The review and the right. saver is the middle. And, y'all, the best part of Oreo is the middle, so come on. The missing step. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, and y'all, that is my title for the episode. I just have to brag, because that's not my best thing. That is Diana's best thing, so I'm super proud that I came up with a title that worked. Oh my gosh. So, you know, don't forget the middle. Let's just go through all the best middles. So we have Oreos, middle, you know, double stuff that makes the middle the best. What else is the middle the best that we don't want to forget? Hmm. Middles. Um, let's see. Well, I mean, a lot of people would consider summer some of the best seat, the best season. Yeah, so that's there you go. The middle of there you the go. Season. Yeah, yeah. Just middle goes. Of the calendar. Well, anything that's stuffed. Hello, stuffed pizza, cream horns. I mean, we could just go on forever. You know, just it's a sweet spot. So, if we can review that progress in the middle, or you know, at, at the at the at the point between two chunks. Yeah. I used to be partial to middle linebacker. <laughs> I didn't hear that. I'm sorry. No, I meant something right there. Oh, I love it. I had no idea. I had no idea. Okay, so I wonder... You know how I've quit writing, right? I haven't, I haven't been writing. I need to publish some more episodes of my other podcast, plus this one. I wonder if I need to, when I, like, write my list, I know not to put more than five items on it, although I break that rule all the time. I wonder if what I need to do is say, do this, stop and do that, come back and do this next thing, you know, stop and do that, and then put, well, maybe I need to say do this, and then, like, put a star on something, you know, to really say that it's to celebrate it, just a little silly celebration, to say that, look, you dreaded doing this for no particular reason, but I did. And then I did it, so yay. Yay me. I got stickers. I got stickers. I got this covered. You know, kind of self-incent myself to, to keep to keep going. Yeah. I think maybe savoring, like if I put savoring it as a step in my to-do list, Perhaps that will bring me a hello to the present mm-hmm. instead of a, already into the future of what I'm going to do next, and then and then I can go to the next piece with a clearer mind, right? A clearer mind and and focus. That sounds good. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Yeah, yeah. I think savoring. <laughs> right. <laughs> Those are my words. Savor, ease. You know. Well, and what what would be kind of fun too is to make a list of thing of ways to savor a moment. Ooh, well, I'm gonna do stickers. I already said that. So, thing, you know, things that, that so you don't have to think about it. You have a go to. Okay, I just did X Y Z. How and then this is my little mini celebration. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I could just do a laugh in the hall. There you go. Yep. One end of the office to the other. Go make yeah, a cup I like of that. Tea, whatever. Yeah, well, I think I think the making a list is always a pro move. I mean, I have my clients do it all the time. Mm-hmm. 
I have them do. I have parents do it to know, like when their kids are getting on their nerves and everybody's at home. You know, have a list of things they can do, and then well, if if they're trying to do things a little differently, like they're you know they need to get work done with the kids around, I'm like, well, go outside and do work. They're like, oh, I'm like, okay, so make a list of the parks, and you know, so that that in that moment when you're like super frustrated, you can you have your backup right there. Yeah, because it's hard to think in in the moment. Mm-hmm. Brilliant. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. I think that's a great way to do it. I'm going to do it for sure. Hey, what's going to be on your list? I like to make a cup of tea. I like stickers. You know what else? Depending on what what it is, sometimes you want to share it with somebody. So I may text somebody just to have that connection. I know it sounds funny coming from me. Well, you just dropped a bomb on me. Thank you so much. (laughs) I'm not doing it. Because I am a person who needs that. Yep. Like, it's a whole reason I created this workspace, <laughs> right? <laughs> it's so people are around me. You know, that's funny. At our at our meeting we had a couple of weeks ago, we realized that that's one of the things we could do when there's just a lot of work work we need to do that we should all go in the conference room and do it in the same room. Just so that we're, you know, kind of like when you sit next to your kid when they do their homework. You yep. don't need to say anything to them. They just need your presence there. Energy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's what we should do. So collective energy. Yeah, for sure, for sure. All right, y'all. So now the missing step is to review your progress. And savor. And savor it. Yes. Yes. All right. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you like our podcast, please don't keep a secret. Share it with your friends. Send them the Spotify link. We're on iTunes. We're all the places that you can find podcasts. We would really appreciate it. And if you haven't already and you enjoyed the podcast, if you go rate it on iTunes, that helps people find us. It even helps our ratings on Spotify because the podcast universe is small. Also, If you have any ideas, suggestions, or comments, you can email us at brilliantandquirky at gmail.com. Again, that's brilliantandquirky at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. I'm Diana Bader.